We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard a house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah Yeah, yeah. You know, that first beer is going down easier and easier each time it sounds like it's hitting harder and harder every time yeah, as well. Yeah, no. I know there was a little bit of sarcasm there, but welcome everybody to the Last Call Podcast. I'm your host Aaron Thompson, and as always, I have my co-hosts Nick Warner and Sean. Hi. Hey, hey, Sean. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Nick. Hi. How you doing? Good. Hey, happy anniversary. Anniversary. Uh, I had something come up on my time hop. Oh, what was that? This is the three-year anniversary of you losing a bet to me. Oh, is it when I bet that you couldn't get a strike? I bet you a hundred bucks you couldn't get that strike. It was a. It was a. That uh, was three years ago. It was a. Uh, uh, I had to pick up a spare. I completely gutterballed the first ball. You bet me a hundred dollars that I wouldn't pick it up, and I picked it up. So essentially, get a strike on the second. That's roll. the second worst bet I've ever made in my life. Yes. But thank you all for joining What's us. The first? I don't know. It was. It was a joke. I don't oh, know. Okay. I, I. I've made a lot of bad bets, joke. but okay. Well, alrighty. No. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us on the Last Call Podcast, where Nick, Sean, and I try to do this podcast while drinking six beers in 60 minutes. But there is a catch. Each beer does have to be at or above 5% alcohol by volume. Uh, So I've started doing the thing where during our intro music, I chug my first beer, so I'm down one. But we've started the tradition of doing brew reviews, which we're going to get a catchy jingle or something eventually. But uh, for now, I just like saying brew review. This week, uh, it's my turn again. So Sean's had two beers. Nick and I have both had one. This is my second one. So this is our fifth week of doing it, correct? Is that what the spreadsheet says? Uh, the spreadsheet says, fi- uh, yeah. This is the, this is the data. This is the fifth one. Hey, exciting news. We actually have it written down now. We do have it written down. So Nick went back and found uh, the ledger of what we rated each beer. So we're going to rate this one, and then we'll tell you how that's stacked. Actually, just go ahead and give us the synopsis of the past four. All right. So week one, we had the Pink Lemonade Session Sour Ale brewed by High Wire Brewing. We gave that an average score of 6.1. Coming in second week was the miserable... Uh, Lost flavor, missing flavor. Tangerine Wheat Ale brewed by Lost Coast Brewing. Uh, we gave that an average score of 4.7. Uh, week three was Quaftoberfest. We gave that an average of 6.3. And then last week's was Slush uh, brewed by Prairie Artisan Ales. We gave that a 7.4. So right now, uh, last week's was the highest at 7.4. Uh, coming in second was Quaftoberfest. Uh, and then third was the first week the pink lemonade session sour ale and coming up uh this week yeah no dead last oh pulling up the 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 caboose oh yeah yeah, yeah. the tangerine wheat ale flavorless beer boy i hope this one isn't going to be dead last but i don't know sean did you just spoil your review um real quick though i do want to go over how close were we so you did look up the official untapped ratings and for those of you who don't know what untapped is it's a beer app where you can go on and rate your favorite beers and it'll recommend beers based on like what you like and all that good stuff so we found the official scores from that app warner what how close were we on all of these um the one that was very surprising was the tangerine wheat ale um so untapped actually does it out of five so to convert it over to 10 i just multiplied it by two so this is a quote-unquote 
converted scale. Math checks out. Math, math does check math out. Math checks out. Um, pink lemonade session sour ale. We were six point one untapped. Gave it a seven point oh two. Tangerine wheat ale. This is the one that I thought was weird. We gave it a four point seven untapped. Seven point three four. Wow. We man, that's a just, just I think big discrepancy. There. So I'm almost thinking the liquor store by our house. Um, has just some skunked beer because uh we had a, a party here not too long ago and we bought some uh blueberry something beer from there yeah and it smelled horrible it smelled like a skunk like bathed in diesel fuel mm-hmm. and then it also tasted That's oddly specific <laughs> and then have you, have you seen this in public <laughs> yeah it, it, it's just like you want to tell us a bit about that missouri, missouri backstory there like, is it, what are you guys doing the skunks out there yeah they got to lock up those diesel pumps the squirt or you know the <laughs> raccoons or the skunks just yeah take showers in it so it was really bad and then that one just there was no flavor so i think it went bad too yeah. so that's a that's a pretty big discrepancy for us to be that much lower than yeah else. maybe it was a bad batch maybe you got skunked maybe something weird there um continuing on quaffed we gave it a 6.3 untapped 7.36 not too far off this is probably the closest one was uh slush we gave it a 7.4 it was 7.74 so we're pretty wow. good so we were we were so under on the majority of we're those. we're we're the harsh change, critics yeah, over here i mean a delta of one not terrible across everything besides the tangerine we deal you know, yeah yeah i that, would say that's bad so we'll see. Uh, mine is the last on that list right now of the worst. So let's see if I did any better this week. This week I brought. So uh, if you've listened to the show before, you know that we are standard Budweiser drinkers because it is at 5%, uh, but it is an American style lager. Um, so this week I got us a Canadian lager. Uh, it's called Moosehead, established in 1867 by. Uh, Susanna Oland. So, thank you, Susanna. Abraham Lincoln just missed out. I don't even see. Is there a brewery on this? So that's close. What I, I guess, that's what I was trying to look at, too, when I was... Uh, Fiercely think, independent it product Morsehead? of Canada. Or, or Moosehead, sorry? Is it just Moosehead? I is think that Moosehead the, is the the brand. It's uh, well, trade... Like what the, what's the brewery? I think that's That's it. what I meant by the... That's the brewery. I think it's just Moosehead, and this is just called the Canadian Lager. Canadian Lager, they're very simple. Whatever, it's really proud to be Canadian. So we're going to put up uh, the Canadian Lager against our Budweiser American Lager. So I haven't taken a drink of mine. Has anybody? Have you guys? (laughs) Sean's already done. So it must be okay. Sean just absolutely housed that beer. It's not bad. Um, In terms, I mean, very drinkable. It's it's very, it has a very crisp, light aftertaste, Um, I think, you know, outside of it. Uh, it almost is it, it to me. It really kind of tastes like a very kind of weak, weak IPA. A little bit, like just a little bit. Yeah. So th- this is actually Moosehead Breweries Limited is the brewery, and oh, this okay. is their Moosehead Lager. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Whatever. All right. What about you, Warner? Um, decent flavor. It's a very drinkable beer. I feel like I say that most weeks. Uh, I mean, all beer is drinkable. It's just you know, it's. <laughs> I'm not how, sure that's necessarily some. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, not necessarily something that stands out from the crowd. Um, I don't know. This did, beer, did you give it your score already? I mean, just, score, yeah. okay. I, mean, I, I mean, for me, it's just, like I said. Uh, it, it, for me, it's 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 not too bad. It's it has light, crisp aftertaste. Kind of tastes a little bit like a really really weak IPA. I'd give it like a six point three or something like that. Uh, it, it's not bad. Um, it's just. 
it's not going to stand out in the crowd. Like if I had a blind taste test, a, a couple of loggers, this one's probably not going to come up on top for me. You know, it's it, middle of the road, not bad, but decent. It'll do the job. To me, it almost tastes almost like a German Pilsner. Like it, it, to, it I can see it. I haven't had a Pilsner a in a bit. while. It, it, I'm getting hints of like the beer that when I was over in Germany drank there, and it, it's like Pilsner E type. So it's it's fine. Again, I agree. It's kind of middle of the road here. Um, I mean, I think I'm giving it a. I don't know, probably a five five. Five point five. Yeah. The harsh critic is back. <clears throat> that gives us an average of five point nine. What's old Untapped got for us? Uh Untapped gives it a three point one five, which converts to a six point three. Oh, right. oh yeah. so I was oh, dead yeah. on. Six point three dead on. Six point three zero. So nice. we're a so little Sean's dead on. Yeah, so we're a little under that. So Aaron once again, I'm at the bottom. Get the bottom bottom two beers. Damn it! Got to step it up, man. Yeah, he, he bought he, two separate beers this time, so I maybe get, the next time it's his turn again. He'll have. I know. I already to the table. I already have mine picked, but now I'm scared. <laughs> now I don't want to use the beer that I we'll got for next think. time. Next week is Warner's, and, and then that, you, and then me. So effectively it's three, Halloween. So if he doesn't have a spooky beer, he's not going to do well. You gotta you gotta venture out there. You've you've gone with the very Dude. like safe like Moosehead Lager tangerine weed ale whereas we have pink lemonade session sour quafftoberfest slush so mine just all the interesting names because they're going to give a lot more bold flavors yeah yeah so sean mentioned spooky beer spooky beer i want the spooky beer next week still spiders coming out of it one of one of the absolute better see it in the flavor profile (laughs) one of the absolute worst marketing things i've ever seen was the beer that you found that was supposed to look like a ghost? Oh, yeah. That was not good. It was supposed to look like a ghost, and instead the beer looked like it had come no. from a clan rally. It, oh. it, it, it didn't... I don't oh, think it was no. meant to be look like a ghost, but it had like a white paper wrapped up in it, and these were like individual beers that you sold. And then it had like two eyes... Or like two holes in it, like like they took uh, like a punch, like yeah. a three hole punch too, oh, no. and it just did not look right. No, it looked very bad, yeah. very very bad, and it's yeah, like that's, that's a that's a bad that's a bad look. I'm automatically that's not a bad look. I'm automatically not buying that beer. No, I, I, I don't like, I don't care. It could be the best beer in the world. I'm not walking to the counter nope. with beers that look like they came from a clan rally. That's just nope. not. It was horrible. I, should we post that picture on our Instagram? No, I, I, we'll leave I that think one. I'm good. We can just okay. yeah, we can. Uh, we we'll, can, we'll leave that one to your imagination. Can, yeah. I'm not gonna uh, spread that. Yeah, that was, it was not good. Yeah, I don't know what who in their marketing department decided to do that, but they they really missed on that. Well, I, I didn't understand the point of the paper period. Why no. it had to be there? I no. mean, it was essentially like tissue paper on the top of the bottle. Yeah, you're gonna rip it apart. You're going to rip it apart. And again, unless it was supposed to be a Halloween type theme, whatever. But again, yeah. completely missed. It was really bad. Yep. Um, okay. So I want to talk about something. I saw a video and I think these guys, I, I can go find credit later, made a made a de- decent point. Um, but something that I found interesting. What is the coolest bar that you guys have ever gone to? Mm-hmm. Like, is there a bar that you stepped inside and you're like, this place is 
just so cool or so I, different from everything else. I guess, I guess, I mean, are we talking about just pure first time ever going or are you talking about repeat bars? or No, no, just like so they, you only... They do lose their, that's what their I'm luster. Saying. Like, there's a few that like... You have all of these. Um, did we talk about this last week, right. or maybe me? You talked about this randomly, but like it's the uh, activity bars where like a lot of those. I, I, I sent you the video that I'm referencing. Yeah, so like that's like that's, that's like the weird thing. It's like when I started, me and my friends started drink, like all of us were around the same age. But like when we started drinking, activity bars really weren't around. Like you could the closest you got to an activity bar was like going to a bowling alley and they serve beer. And Can like you, you give could, me an example of like a? Are you talking about like a, top a punch golf. bowl? Punch bowl social? No, I guess yes. yeah. Like top top golf is an activity bar where you go drink, you can hit balls. Uh, you have now they have, they have these batting cage ones that you. Uh, it, it's like X golf. Yeah. So X golf is one where it's a bar, but you hit in a golf simulator. Axe throwing. Yep. There's an activity where you can also drink. Yeah, the idea yes. is that you're you're doing the activity while drinking, as opposed to like your more traditional bar of you're just sitting there and with friends you're talking. Just, just drinking. Or, yeah, you're just not you're not doing anything besides you know. I, I guess bars always have always had like you know darts and maybe pool like but, bar games, but, but it's more over like there's only a couple people doing those because those are very you know two to three players, maybe four at max. But like you know the more majority of your time is you're sitting at the bar drinking, not doing a whole lot. Yeah, so uh, the the point of this video and the reason I ask, is there a cool bar that you've been to? And and I've been to some really cool bars, like ones that have like really cool views or like have multiple levels where like on this floor, it's the dance club, yeah. but then on the bottom floor, it's like the chill lounge and like you can just kind of move through it as you want. Yeah. But the point that these guys were making was that those bars, the lounge bars, where you go and you just all you do is drink with your friends are essentially dead like nobody wants to go to those bars anymore like the younger kids don't go to those bars they go to the bars where they're going to be able to play a game or do something fun while they're drinking so it's almost like the times of going out and meeting random people at bars are dead right you're not going out and you're not you know i, I mean it depends I, I still think you can meet people, but like a lot of it does revolve around. Yes, there's like that that you're shoehorning in that activity. And like, oh yeah, we're gonna go to pins and do duck <clears throat> pin bowling, and then we could also play this, this, and this. But arcade bars are big. But I think a lot of it too revolves around is the the inherent design on those is is very poor when it's like when you're looking at a capacity bar is because they don't have enough. They I would say that any activity bar has roughly. 15 to 20 percent of activities to meet the amount of people they can fit in the facility so you still have that you know 80 percent of people that have to just stand around watch go to the bar mingle and depending on the bar like they don't have a lot to do because like well yeah it's not my turn i can't do anything or, or you're, you're sitting there waiting trying to get to be well we, we try to get a duck pin lane but we have to wait you know four hours now and like well shit so I think that the opportunity is still there. It's just a lot of people are more excited to go to the bars when they're not like, oh, we're just going to the sit-down bar. Are you, I don't want to go to the sit-down bar. Like, I don't want to go just sit there. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would agree. Like, I think it's it's a it's kind of new. It's fresh. People enjoy stuff like that. But I think I mean, it's also, like I said, you just don't have a bar where everyone can do everything. I think probably the closest one is, I wouldn't say close, like fouling has a lot, but there's that they have apparently we haven't been in what probably a year and a half or so but i think they're supposed to have a beer garden outside when the weather was nice and some other stuff live music and they had a decent amount of activity there but there's still opportunity for it's a big warehouse so you could probably have 
three, four hundred people in there, but only maybe a hundred of those can actually play so, while they're doing anything. So for those of you that don't know what Sean's talking about, foaling, or as he called it, fouling, is football bowling. So it's essentially a bowling alley where you throw a football at the pins. But it's like that. It's like beer pong, football, and bowling all mixed together. Sure. So because yeah. each team gets a shot to hit the pins and then you clear them and then the other team gets to throw back at you so there's two boards and all that kind of stuff but that's a lot of fun but it's almost I agree with Sean it's almost like sometimes you have to have an activity while you wait for the activity so you go to like he said pins which is a chain that does duck pin bowling well I've got three hours until my lane's up so now I need more activities to you know other than I'm just going to sit there well if I just wanted to sit there then I would have gone to a sit down bar and they have like pinball machines uh, the trash can beer pong uh, and I think they actually have some ping pong too as well but it's just like one of those things where I think it's it's just it's the fad right now it's like you you go to do something at some place and drink on the side if you want the pure just drinking experience now people just go to clubs you just want to go to the club because you're going to dance and drink. I mean, I think I think those traditional, I guess, sit-down bars, as you guys are calling them, are still going to exist. You're just not going to hear about them as much because mm. nobody's going to post that they're there. Right? Nobody oh, yeah, wants no. to show that off. And the thing that does worry me, I guess, or uh, about the, the, I guess, what I'm going to call like the quote-unquote trendy bars, like the punch bowl social, the uh, pins and places like that, they find that I, I think they have really high attendance when they first open. And the longevity they, is not guaranteed. The longevity is it, it's horrible. So, like, they're gonna burn really, really bright. The starter that burns the brightest is the one that burns out the quickest, right? They're gonna they're gonna have huge attendance right away, and then it's gonna drop off. And that's the same thing we saw with Punchbowl Social. You saw for a while, like everybody's like, "Oh my god, have you been?" Dude, and so everybody wanted to go. Pictures I saw it posted at what is it? The couch that says "I love you" or whatever the yeah, fuck it was. Yeah, it, it's all, it, for months. It was like, "Yay! Oh, another Punchbowl Social picture! Wow, you're your so original." Friends, <laughs> your friends went there to get the picture now you have to go there and get the picture and that is one of those activities off to the side which is a very easy thing i mean it's like oh all we have to do is put up this wall and decorate it there's little cost into doing that you see a lot of that now too in a lot of these bars too it's like they have a whole bunch of inspirational quotes or you know put some sort of angel wings or something on there people take pictures there or some stupid, funny cat photo thing. Oh, I got to do this too. And it just drives people to do it. Which but. is a great idea. It, yeah. it's, it, from a social media marketing standpoint, it's an absolute... How many white girls go down to Nashville and take pictures with the angel wings on whatever? I don't even know where those things are, but you see them all the time. The girls that go down oh, yeah. to Nashville and take pictures with the angel wings. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know what artist decided to do that, but it's possibly one, really well. one of the greatest start pieces because everybody wants to get their picture there. So you put something up like that at a bar and people get to take their pictures with it. And, you know, then they tag them on social media and that just spreads awareness. Like yeah. it's yeah. a great idea. Draws people in. But I, I will. I I, go ahead. Sorry, no. You, well, I was just... I, 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 no, you, no, no, you. No, no, me? No, no, no. I cut you off. Sorry. I apologize. You, me? Go ahead. Me, you, me? Okay. Continue, continue. Sorry. But I do agree with Warner. Like, they shine bright at the beginning, but at a certain point, like, I just don't want to wait anymore. Like, so, I... That's what I was getting towards. We like, have to wait until it's not trendy anymore. And, and then, then go, you can go. And then there's nobody there. So, it's like, well, this kind of sucks. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like, you have to find the happy medium. So, I do think that those bars do have to have enough to keep people entertained or 
enough activities where it's a short wait time. Because if I went to a bar and it's like, oh, it's going to be 30 minutes to an hour. Oh, I could do that. Yeah. If like Sean said, it's three hours to do whatever activity I'm going in there for. Yeah. What's it? Why am I here? I no could go. I'll go find something else to do. It's great if you. It, it times out really well. Thirty minutes, like you said, is great because that gives me time where I can go get a drink, sit down. All my friends can grab a drink, and then we can have that finished up. Oh, our time is up. Yeah. yeah. Now we can go do whatever activity it is. Exactly. It, if you really want to keep them popular, I think you have to have like a rotating set of events or like activities. Like you have to constantly mix it up. Yeah, I I like that. that doesn't idea. that that's that's good for the business. That's not good for the the patron. The, yeah, that's, that's going there because that's gonna constantly keep it busy. But at the same time, you could get different crowds. So if it's like even if you did something every day of the week, it's like Monday is our folding night and Tuesday is our dark night, and then Wednesday is our axe throwing. Which yeah. you know whatever you, you see some of that stuff at you know just your regular sit down bars where you have like the dark the dart leagues, pool leagues, stuff like that. Um, but kind of where I was going with it is that I think it's like it's a, it's a, you know I'm I'm 30 now I guess so, oh. so I'm old but you know when I was younger I didn't mind waiting in line to get in somewhere because like I was you know under the pretense like oh yeah this is like this is great like I'm going to go in there have a great time me and my friends we're go- we're at the place that people are talking about we're we're going to the best bar everyone says this is the best bar we're going there now I found myself always like Dude, I can't wait an hour in line just to get in somewhere. Like I don't I don't want to do that. Like I would rather just go sit somewhere else and I mean everyone here already knows, but I, I choose a small hole in the wall bar where like I know the people that work there. I can sit down, I get great service, sometimes preferential service, which is, you know, it, it is what it is. But oh, I'm, you're one of those special yeah, people. Yeah, I'm one of, I'm one of those re- I'm, I'm a regular or whatever you want to call it. And it's like, oh yeah, it's a, it's a much more enjoyable experience because like during that time like i've met other people i talk I, I know a lot of people that go there as well so it's like oh yeah i can any given point in time i can go there have a decent time and then leave i get Whereas, pretty good service at this bar yeah you know yeah, it, yeah it's, i know the bartender and the owner yeah <laughs> but like i'm not i don't want to go to a, an activity bar where i like you know i i you know it's pit, uh, the garage or whatever over on mass ave here in indy is it's nice but like i just i can't be bothered to go wait in line for two hours to get in there like i just don't care i think how you value your time the absolute worst thing is when there's a line outside the bar and they're not letting anybody in and then when you finally get in and there's nobody in the fucking bar <laughs> i remember that one time i remember that With the, just, the uh the inferno room, the inferno room. i told this place. i told this story the other day Fuck this have place. you heard that story I, I've heard the story, but tell for those of you who haven't. So there was a uh, a tiki bar, tiki bar is what, yes. it, what it was called. Uh, tiki bar opened up in Fountain Square. Uh, so we're like blocks away from my house. Yeah, it was, it was great. We're like oh, one block away. We'll just walk right there. Uh, we're like, yep, new place. Let's go check it out. Same thing everybody does. New place. Got to see what it's all about. Uh, we walk up. There's a guy standing outside the door. We go to grab the door handle. The guy's like, whoa. Are you guys here for the restaurant? We're like, yeah. And he goes, okay. How many do you guys have? We're like, uh, six. And he goes, he has a little earpiece, like he's working for the Secret Service. <laughs> this man goes, yeah, I got a, I, I got six party six out here. And then he motions over to us. Can I have you wait over here to the side? So we walk over to the side. Twenty or thirty seconds go by. The man puts his ear, like finger, back up to his ear. He's like. Okay. Okay. Motions over to us. We'll seat you now. 
<laughs> this is like 20 seconds. I mean, what is going on? Man, this place must be busy. Like, you know, they, they, they've got their system down. It works well. So we're like, okay, they found a spot for us. Great. Open the door. We walk in. Empty. There's like maybe three. There's like it's probably like, four or five people at the bar itself, which is similar to this bar. Yeah. And then two or three tables taken up. I'm like, was this some kind of like fucking power play? Like, yeah. like what kind of like, charade was that? Like what the fuck? And then we go in there. We order like we're asking the waitress like, yeah, we haven't been here before, first time. Like, what would you recommend? She's like, oh well, this is like a really great drink. Like, it would serve three to four people. I'm like. Oh wow! Like oh, these are that's big, a big drink. This is a big drink, and you know maybe this is you know just our friend group being alcoholics or whatever you want to call it. But like the drinks you get there, like bro, I could just drink that myself. Like, I, <laughs> it was a mini pitcher. Yeah, of... like I was like, and then like they they set some of them on fire for a little bit as a little Ooh. show. We're like oh wow, okay, <laughs> I can't drink that right now. It's on fire. Like, <laughs> we're, I, 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 I want to drink the drink. I paid because the drinks were also expensive. We're all like, wait, you're burning the alcohol away. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah. <laughs> Because no. like they were also, I think it was like it's like twenty or thirty dollars per drink. So I'm yeah. like, yo, hey, like don't don't burn that away. Like I need to drink that. Um, and so it was just overall pretty negative, just because we had to wait for you know it was just a stupid, twenty seconds. There was a stupid thing where like that we could have just walked in, ordered, and like, but they had to make this whole pretense that it's busy. Uh, and the funny thing was, is like year, even years later. Uh, still living in that place and then walking by it is the place actually only got more popular. Really? Yeah, they ended up purchasing. Um, there was a there was another restaurant next to them that had the entire patio area, but they purchased half of the patio area from them. So they divided it down the middle, and then they had a whole bunch of outdoor seating. So like they put up all their tiki lights and tiki torches during the summertime, and then you would just see people sitting outside on benches. So not good marketing right I, off the bat. Yeah, I, I, it was just it was just a weird thing. But like there's. They're still open, and they made it through the pandemic, which is surprising. But, I mean, I guess if you're charging $30 for a fucking drink that one person can drink. Then Where they burned off all the alcohol. You're probably going to be all right because people are going to order another one or another one after that. And they're like, oh, yeah, I spent 90 bucks at one bar last night. Like, did you get drunk? No. No. Oh, no. Fun time. <laughs> so the, the worst one that I experienced with you was when we went to the club downtown Indy. Which uh, one? That was the one. Envy. Oh, Envy. Okay. Envy. Yeah. Oh, Envy. Envy. That, that place has been three or four different clubs in the last 10 years. So we got, well, so we were going there for his girlfriend's birthday and we're oh, late. Yeah, I dropped you guys off. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah you did. You I didn't want to go with us, but so <laughs> we go and they have a huge line and it is like sleeting and oh, 30 degrees so yeah it's you, sleeting you both were and, in like a flannel and that was i was like yeah no we didn't we bring were, jackets because we're like oh we'll just we'll get in real quick it was like nine o'clock nine thirty, something like that not late in the night and uh we had gotten a table i i really think we should have just gone to the bouncer and said hey we have a table like can we get in but we were they, close to it but they were we were waiting in this line for damn near an hour while it's sleeting in 30 degrees and we're wearing flannel shirts we get in there is it is a third capacity maybe yeah i would say even less than that it it was just like there's so much room i could do jumping jacks in the middle of this club yeah and i wouldn't hit anybody or come remote hey but they have the bathtub you can take a picture in oh yeah no but they do have one of those pictures make sure they have so i think a lot of it is like oh that place is popular maybe we should go there for like you said like oh we're we're getting in the best bar and this place is popping like we need to go there and do this and that you know it's like um no 
just let me in. Like, if you have capacity, let me in. Like, yeah. it's more telling that when I get in there, it's absolutely slammed. It's like, okay, well, I'm glad I'm in because I waited an hour versus I got in. Now I'm just pissed off. Yeah. So, no. I, 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 last time I was there, I went with some coworkers and some two of them really wanted to go. They're like, we, we, we've never been, blah, blah. I was like, okay, fine. We can go to MV. It's fine. And we get in there. You have to pay a cover, so it's a $15 cover. I was like, God, that's fucking price, steep price, but okay. So we get in there. It's not super busy. I was like, okay, I got the first round, and I walk up to the new bartender. I was like, yeah, can I just get two Budweiser's and two, uh, I think it was a gin and tonic and a um, vodka cranberry. She was like, yeah, it's uh, 65 bucks." I was like, the fuck did I want? <laughs> <laughs> hold on. You t- hold on. You tell me what you yeah. think you heard I yeah. said. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, all right, just one more time. I said two Budweiser, you know, common domestic beer, and then, uh, you know, well, vodka cranberry and a gin and tonic, also oh. well. Oh, $60. She's like, yeah, $65. I was like, oh, what the fuck? So obviously, I paid for it, and then we ended up staying all of, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. It's- so, overall, I paid you know 80 bucks to live there for 20 minutes and it was like wow this is fantastic i have i have more money now than i've ever had right because i'm out of college i've been working i have savings you know so i have more money now than i've ever had and i almost think i've gotten cheaper <laughs> in my like it's, it's kind of it's way like, it goes it, it's well, like it's, 65 dollars for these drinks like that's absurd well, that's how but, that works though is because when, when you're a kid living at your parents house and you're maybe you're in high school maybe you're in college and you're not actively paying rent and other bills, like, yeah, dude, fuck it. If I blow three hundred dollars this week, like, and I don't have a penny to my name, I don't give a shit. Like, I st- I'm still going home. I'm getting food. Yeah. I have a bed. I have a. Yeah, I'm safe. Whereas now you're like, well, I've got five hundred dollars to my name. <laughs> fuck this noise. Rent's due in two weeks, and I also have my car payment. Oh, and I got to pay for gas. And oh shit, I forgot any groceries this week. Groceries. Insurance. It's like you're like. Yeah, you Health know what? Insurance. What's what's what? You have like a two dollars special here. Like, is oh PBR? You send it my way, man. <laughs> send it my way. That's fine. The, the oh, worst, battery acid. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> the worst Ams? part That's about uh, just getting a real person job, like a big boy job, you see that salary up there, and then you look at it, and you're like. I'm only getting about 50% of what that number is. Yeah, after taxes, yeah. Taxes, after health insurance, after you take money, put it towards rent or your mortgage, all this other. It just boom, 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 boom. Okay, well, <laughs> I've got a quarter of that is now my fun money and that I get to actually do stuff with. So, um, Real quick, on the, 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 the drinks at Envy, the worst part is how blatant it is. Oh, it's so well the it was, so the bottle service no, right when you're this at the is table what, yeah that's this is what I noticed I looked at the prices of all of the bottles on the menu you want to let me tell the story <laughs> uh, I made the observation but go ahead no you tell what, the story you go ahead here, go no. ahead go ahead you look at the prices at the table I thought you were going to tell a different story no that was what I was going to tell okay well I'll let you no 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 no, no. okay so you look at the prices on the menu and it's like. You you recognize very quickly that they took the price of the your local CVS and then they just added a zero to the end of it and that's how much a bottle cost. So Tito's was like a bottle of Tito's, like a fifth, was twenty five dollars at CVS. It's two hundred and fifty dollars at the club. A bottle of Jack 
is $30. It was $300 at the club. It was literally just a... They took the CVS price and added a zero to the end of it. And I'm like... They got to make margin. Uh, what, what margin is that? Somebody please do the math for me. Hey, everyone tells, you, everyone tells you that a bar is a terrible investment and that you can't make money off of it. Well, no, yeah, you don't you, make if money you if let your friends come in and drink, they drink for cheap. For, yeah. Because yeah. then they bring their friends in and then they drink for cheap. Yeah. No, so, but hey. if you don't have friends and you own a bar, you probably do pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we've done the math many times on like when we would take shots at the bar. I'm like, yeah, this was a this was a $6 shot of whether it was even Jack. It was like, oh, six bucks. I'm like... Well, that bottle cost thirty bucks. Thirty bucks, and if I had six dollars of that bottle, how many shots are you getting out of a fifth? And we did the math. It was like it was, you're getting yeah, at your least margin's eighteen. Fucking ridiculous. Like, out of a fifth, you're getting eighteen shots. Yeah, I was like, wow, wow. So you're making a lot of money. I was like, how the fuck is a six bar by a bad investment? Six by eighteen, hundred four dollars, something like that. Per bottle that you pay thirty, so you're getting seventy on a thirty dollar. Well, no, and they yeah, also, so they it's like also, it's no, like seventy five percent. But no, they buy but bottles at wholesale to, from oh, their distributors, which yeah. is cheaper. But then you also have to pay the the bartender. Yeah, I'm, I'm, there's you, a bit you, of a service you, fee you there have as a, well, so you got to factor that into the bottle. There's overhead. It's, it's not that much. Well, but, they're but, making a killing. But, I don't know why I'm arguing towards it, but them. But a bartender basically like. Uh, can't they fall under them. like a server thing like here in Indiana where they, they can pay them like three dollars an hour and then you but make tips yeah you so can like, yeah so like then it's like well they don't give a shit like you make whatever you make in tips and then here you go yeah I will say the best deal that I've seen in a long time was this past weekend um went to the Colts game and Warner and I were walking through uh, touchdown, what is down touchdown town touchdown which is like the corporate tailgate outside uh, it's like all the corporations set up tailgates and promotions and stuff and we're walking through there and they have bud light budweiser uh they had some other domestic beers he Warner took a picture of it I but think it was like bud light budweiser and Michelob, like were the three yeah, really, that they offered Michelob. and it might be yeah. a, is that an anheuser it might be an anheuser bush product i can't, Mich- I Michelob, can't remember but i believe it is yeah so anyways it was a bud light sponsor but it was three dollars for bud light that's a good that's a good deal three dollars for budweiser three dollars for Michelob ultra eight dollars for bud light seltzer yeah <laughs> We're like people this doesn't make seltzers, this though. literally doesn't make sense because it's the same alcohol as Budweiser. They're five percent. Well, I thought they were. I think no. they're a little bit more. No, they're. I'm pretty is sure that White Claw. No, uh, White Claw does have a pre, like a premium version that's like eight percent. But no, it was three dollars for everything except for Bud Light Seltzer, which was eight dollars. But like you Damn. go, but then you go into the stadium, and a beer is eight dollars. Eight dollars. Yeah. Well, that's that's you know, that, that's like that's the big thing about like when you go to any stadium though is you, you know you're paying an absolute fuck premium because they got you. Yeah, it's like oh well, you can't get beer anywhere. Like the only sporting event I've ever been to in my entire life where they're like, yeah, you bring what you want in is the Indy Five Hundred. The Indy Five Hundred is you, incredible. That they, they say just bring in whatever fuck you want. We don't give a shit. Like if you run out, then yeah, you're paying the premium. But if you burn through all of your beer, that's on you. My guy. But if you think about it, that's not a bad business model because what happens is every, like you inevitably probably run out of your beer. Oh, absolutely. Because so, everyone's like, I'm having a great time. And so you go up to the stands and you are buying cases of beer, right? It's like, I'll take what all of the beer you can give me and I'm going to lug that back to my tailgate and just dump it in the cooler. Yeah. So it's not a bad idea, but yeah, it, it was touchdown town. That's where you go get your drinks before the game. Because I get it is, sloshed before the game so you can write it out and then leave. It is the absolute And then best. go to Connor's Kitchen and lose your credit card. All right. 
Best bar. Best bar I've ever been to. Best bar to lose I didn't your credit get to card do mine. at. Best bar to lose your credit card at. Huh? What's the best bar to lose your credit card at? I'm not doing that. Connor's Kitchen. Oh, Connor's <laughs> Kitchen. Yeah. You're, already, you're already doing that. Ridiculous. That was a horrible drive. No, but best bar I've ever been to that has like a fun attraction to it. That one in Georgia, the whole floor was a bouncy floor, bouncy house. Oh my god, it was awesome. We went to the. Hey, we went I to. Feel the, like that's just puke city right you, there. We went to Athens, Georgia. Are you going to tell all my stories? I'm sorry. Jesus. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I was trying to give. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I touched your mic. I'm sorry. God. Here, I, I'll. You can have two mics now. I'll have two mics. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell tell the all story right. about we, the bouncy we, house. We were down in uh, uh, Athens, Georgia, University of Georgia, like uh, me. Our buddy Chris and Aaron, and just trying that out. Yeah, that was the one that just tried to call me. Uh, Just trying that out, seeing what what real college was like, and then we ended up uh, (laughs) real college. Yeah, because we didn't go to real college. Our college had two thousand kids. Georgia studied. Yeah. Well, yeah, you went to real college. You got a good degree in Yeah, I, I understand. Don't go to a party school. We didn't go to point. state school, though. So We didn't was... go to state school. So we were like, well, let's see what football is like at an SEC school. So we went on an off weekend when they weren't there, which was fine. It, it was it was good. But we went to this one floor, and it's the south. All the buildings there are old. Yep. We went upstairs in this building, and they were playing some pretty good music and people are bouncing and the whole floor if you stood there i'm not even kidding the floor had to be oscillating at least oh, two so, inches so like the sky bar that used to be taps and dolls before they closed yeah. down it was like we were like this floor is flexing i don't like yeah. this i'm standing on this floor and we are three floors above the ground floor so we we're about to fall and die it was kind of like a game of russian roulette like <laughs> what spot do you want to be standing in when the floor falls let's identify the i-beams yeah <laughs> and, and hope i'm standing over one all of a sudden, it becomes an engineering lesson. Yeah, it's really, it was real quick, kids. Which, how do you want to survive? Yeah, that was that was an Glad interesting I took that statics course. Is, I'm surprised you know. I haven't seen anything in the news about that like bar collapsing. But speaking of news, so, I'm going to start a new segment. Sorry, did you have news? No, 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 I said too. I'm going to start a new segment. This is just kind of a, a break uh, in between. And I, I've heard that people like segments, like recurring segments, kind of like we do last call. So I'm going to start a new one. And it's just called This Week's Headlines. And so I'm literally going to score, uh, scroll through Google News, cherry pick random headlines, uh, see if we have anything to say on them, uh, and just kind of give you the headlines of the week or whatever day we're doing this. You ready? Yep. Georgia Bar falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number Collapses one, Georgia Bar. Student body just dancing on it. All right. Headline number one, George Floyd's brother considers lawsuit over Kanye West comments. So Kanye is... What's, what's going on with Kanye right now? Does, does anybody have a TLDR he on just, Kanye? He just bought the social media platform Parler as well. Wait, what, what? is the social bu- media platform Parler? Parler <laughs> was uh, supposed to be a rival to Twitter. But and- didn't it get shut down because of like... Um- Wait, is it? I'm thinking. I might be thinking. No, of a the CEO one. got booted from his own company at Parler, and then yeah. So, anyways, Parler was supposed to be a rival of Twitter, and it never really did anything. And then Kanye West bought it recently. So, how but much did he buy it for? I I have no idea. I'll, maybe we'll find out uh, in the headlines. So I don't know. <laughs> so, so, anyways, uh, apparently Kanye said some disparaging things about George Floyd, and now the brother is consider uh, considering suing Kanye West. So, Kanye's all over the news. Black Adam, uh, the movie with uh, the Rock. 
Dwayne oh, yeah. The Rock Johnson it was originally rated R for its violent kill scenes. What's it now? We did like I think it's PG thirteen now. Wait, like, so they took they took out like the good shit? Apparently, Aww. he could have been the next Deadpool, but he's trying to really build out this DC universe. Is, is so we'll see how that goes. Statistic on sure, there's a statistic on um, movie grossing value, like how much they gross uh, correlated to their movie rating. Uh, no, because I, I, I have a feeling that I would say it's more over based on rated R. Typically, makes more. Well, I, I, I th- that I think would be an interesting t- statistic. I've thought about that we too. We both stumbled through. I thought about that one is is production amount paid to make the movie versus box office because I think really at this point to this day. You remember the first Paranormal Activity yeah, movie was, that came out? Yeah. I think it took roughly like a million or two million to make. It wasn't a I lot. I thought it was even less than that. It, it could have been less than that, yeah, but they, they raked in like it was like a thousand percent. It was something absolutely insane where it was like, they're like, how the fuck did we make this much money when we literally had two cameras? You want to talk about margin? You're complaining yeah, about the no, bar. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they made a killing on that. And then they considered, they continued to just ruin the franchise, making like six more movies. And there's like, why are we dumping money into this anymore? Yeah, no, they probably lost all the profit on the other movies. Um, here's a roller coaster of a headline also about Kanye West. Kanye West is giving White Lives Matter shirts to homeless people with the help of an accused serial rapist. Wow. That's, um... <laughs> any any thoughts on that? What? Sorry, I, didn't, I, I was looking up movie budget. All right, probably a good thing. 15,000 15, was paranormal activities. Oh, shit. 15,000 <laughs> yeah, for a million and two, 200 million, like, total? Yeah, they did good pretty well. God. They did pretty well. Sorry. James Corden... Gets unbanned within 24 hours after he was banned from Balthazar uh, by the restaurant owner. He's so. got such a bad reputation. And I there's a good channel out there that I've been like watching, like binge watching on YouTube. Um, it'll pop up right here. So Sunny, Sunny V2. Sunny V2 has a good video on James Corden and why he's so hated. Also, you have well, a bit, the by, we get old moist critical here. James Corden has been banned. So, oh, right there. Literally, literally I mean, right there. So, I mean, shocking. Yeah. Yeah. So James Corden was banned from New York City's restaurant Balthazar after he berated some staff members there. Uh, but that was like 24 hours, and then he profusely apologized, and now he's unbanned. Who, I mean, who gives a shit? Like, honestly, like, one, who gives a shit about the story in general? But, like, also, if you are a celebrity and a restaurant says you can't come back, oh, I'm sorry. There's so many upscale other restaurants I can go to that I don't really give a shit about yours. I yeah. think I think it's because it's much like Ellen, De, Ellen DeGeneres, where they come off as so nice and down to earth and just, like, pleasant people. Oh, and, then, and then you find out that they're complete assholes. It just it it makes you upset. It's like, oh, why I, did I spend I have no, time promoting this person or following this person when they're? I, I have no faith in any celebrity. Like all oh, of them, I, are, all of them could literally turn face at the drop of a dime, and I would not be surprised. Oh, like, I just assume they're all assholes. And then when I meet one, or if I ever meet one, because I've met some like athletes and stuff who are super chill. They're like the they're most down to earth people. They're really cool. 
and it's refreshing. It's just like I really like you now because you are a high profile person. Yeah, I mean, who I, is really cool. I'm more, I'm more like you know, like I will accept like so like Keanu Reeves is a, is a person of history where it comes from. Like he has a very long track record of being a good person. So like across when he was moving working in the movie industry with like the the Matrix series and making sure all the stuntmen and all the other people were paid incredibly well for what they were doing. He bought him motorcycles and other things like that. There's documented cases of him just like sitting on the street randomly talking to homeless people, like buying them meals, like just chatting. And so that's the person where I'm like, okay, there's validity to that good person persona, but there's always that like small grain of salt where I'm like, but he could like a story could come out like, oh yeah, he has like a weird fetish where he's just stepping on puppy dogs. I'm like, you know what? I can see it. Those John Wick movies, he was Not, very violent. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that now. Not surprised. So um, I did the this article the ugly business logic behind kanye west parlor acquisition i don't care about Which, the logic so I, was, I want to know how when, much he paid when we were talking about this though the parlor was a it was a conservative platform yeah so it, having, was, it was a counter to twitter yes but but, so. but, this, but that, like there, there's some irony to like you know a person of color buying the platform when you have some very far conservatives that would be incredibly upset with that move because you see a lot of far right wing people and they seem to hit a very specific demographic where they're like, yeah, we don't like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really care. I'm just trying to figure out how much you paid and I see no dollar amount. So it might not have been released yet, but he apparently bought parlor. Um, what else is there? There were a couple other headlines that I saw Kanye West. All right. We're done with Kanye West. Uh, after 39 years, Ralphie Parker is back in a Christmas story sequel teaser. 39 years ago, a Christmas story was made and they are going to, we had a professor that was in leave a Christmas it, leave, story. Leave it alone. Oh, not, not that we yeah, did. We, I'm a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. With talking with that Christmas story remake or part two, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Well, leave I, it alone. Just leave it. You alone. don't need a sequel for everything. Not no. everything needs a sequel. Everything needs a sequel. That's how Stop you make it. money. Stop everyone, it. I'm assuming Ralphie's everyone a, invest in a bar and make a <laughs> sequel. That's how you make your money. Stop it. I'm gonna just start bars and I'm gonna call it bar one. Bar bar, bar two. two the sequel. And you know what? <laughs> bar three the People, trilogy. <laughs> they're gonna flock to it like it's gonna be crazy. Actually, this is what I want to do. Here here's an idea. I'm going to start a chain of bars. It's going to be bar one, bar two, bar three. It's going to be bar one, bar two, the sequel, bar three, the trilogy. What happened to Scoobers? Well, Scoobers is also... Don't you dare talk. Don't you dare talk ill of Scoobers. Scoobers is also going to be a thing. But no, I want them to be right next to each other, and I want them to be for different parts of the night. Bar one is the pregame bar. Bar two is the mid, mid-tier bar. And then bar three is where you finish the night. You are, you are diversifying. Yes. I'll give you that. Bar so, one's cheap, bar two's eh, bar three, you're waiting three hours to get in line. All bar three is is just murals on the wall that you take pictures <laughs> at. There's nothing else there. They don't even have bartenders. You just there's go no there drink, take, There's no drinks. There's just no wine no, for a wine. <laughs> yeah. I like I like the idea. Bar one, bar two, bar three. But yeah, apparently they're gonna make a sequel to a Christmas story. Uh there yeah, that was sounds awful. All right, let me find one more because I thought I had another one. Oh, weird that the news articles have changed since the last time I saw them. Um, this was news. like a couple hours ago. It's a yeah. rotating, rotating door. Yeah, it is. News. It's a, it's a, we Revolving it. door. Rotating. I mean, it works. It's same, yeah. Same I, 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 well, but there's a common phrase. No, you, I, you I, sound I a little silly, but it's fine. I don't you think sound we, a little goofy. You sound I don't a think little silly there, bud. 
I don't think we talked about this, but uh, Hagrid died. The actor that played Hagrid, he died uh, the other week. Hagrid lives on in our hearts. Um, You're a wizard. I told you about the 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 grandma that died. Oh, yeah. Uh, the I, there was died. a grandma that died. I, I saw this on Reddit. Grandma died, and uh, she had some cards pre-made before oh. she died. And uh, in those cards, it was a picture of her with flipping the the middle fingers the and. Inside of it, she had a little mini Ouija board, like a little thing where you talk to the afterlife. And she said, "Let's keep in touch." <laughs> and I thought that was a nice touch. Did so, so I, I like I grandma's a little, savage. A little, little, little bit of humor, <laughs> but, I, but that, I appreciate that, it. But like that's what I like. That's what I would enjoy is like someone that just like we all know we're gonna die at some point. So like fucking right. have fun with it. Like yeah. just just stop being so oh so like no fuck it. Make some weird card that your people are like. Grandpa was fucking weird as shit, but like at least it gets him not being sad, maybe makes him laugh and move on. Like you just got to move on from that. Well, there there was a video of a a grandpa who died, and he wanted a recording played at his uh, funeral, and it was him doing. Hey, (laughs) let me out of here. (laughs) So, um, can't breathe. Last headline: Really hot. Heat waves by glass animals is now the longest charting hot 100 song of all time really really all time top 100 yeah came out during covid heat waves by the glass animals yeah that music video is really cool because it was filmed as a combination of i don't i don't know whatever city they were in in england or whatever combination of like their crew and then people that were stuck inside their houses, like they're walking up an alleyway, and if you were along that alleyway, they recorded it and then sent video to them, and they used all of that and made a music video, which is really cool during COVID. It is a good song. It's one of those songs where I'm wondering at what point I'm going to be tired of it. Like when Closer by the Chainsmokers came out, I was like, oh, this is a really good song, and I liked that song for a very long time. And I was like, "When? Yeah. A, when am I going to be tired of this song?" I guess Maybe in the middle of June. I find. For fuck's sake! Oh, hold on, do I have it? Do I? Oh, I'm gonna start playing Soulja Boy again. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I switched. I, I switched out my uh, top hat for uh, for Soldier Boy. Um, no, that was a good joke, though. Um, I don't even remember what I was going to say. <laughs> um, okay. So real quick, you had one thing you wanted to ask. Yeah. You're having a conversation yeah. and then we got to go to last call, but what do you got? Oh, um, oh, sorry. That was this week's headlines. Anyway, okay. You know, you realize that now we have to have another bit. Yeah, now well, we have well, to have a little jingle. Bits. We have too many sound bits now. Now we have to hire a jingle guy. We got three bits now. Brew review this week's headlines and uh, last call. Yeah. We're all about the jingles. Gotta have a jingle for every single one of those. Chris Kringle needs Jingle Bell Rock up in here. Right, um, oh boy. So I had a thought the other day, and then it ended up also coming up in a conversation. So the thought was, what's something that I have around the house that like I bought thinking it would make a difference in my life? Something that I thought would be really useful and has been absolutely worthless. And then the conversation that I ended up having, ironically, today was um one of one of the guys i was working with was like oh yeah me and my son we have a or me and my sons have a playstation 4 and we used to play it all the time and then my sons asked if they could move it down to the basement and ever since then i haven't played it so it's like one of those things where 
once it becomes out of sight, out of mind, you just forget about it. And I was like, well, that's kind of happened with me too. I had an Xbox. I bought it. I put it behind my monitor. I forgot about it. So I just don't play Xbox anymore. So what's something like that you guys have? And you thought it was going to make a big drastic impact or that you thought it would be really useful and you just completely forgot about. I bought some of those exercise resistance bands during COVID. Yeah, don't use those anymore. <laughs> you still work out though. Yeah, but I don't use those bands. That was a hundred bucks I could have not spent. Yeah, It's fair. I bought that guitar over there. Guess how many notes I can play on it. Exactly zero. <laughs> this boy he does playing. a really good job of collecting dust. He's not playing Wonderwall at any parties. He's fucking lame. I bought a PC. You know how often I use it? You should use it more often. I should use it more often. I don't. But the PC in my room, all it does is light up my room in different colors because it's got the RGB fucking lights in it. It's a very expensive nightlight. Yeah. Um, and that's not even out of sight, out of mind. That is, that is heavily blatantly inside. in your face. I bought a DSLR camera that I haven't used in a very long time. We're using it right now? I know. We had one donated to us by the Sean. Sean. Yeah, no, this That's is my this, camera. This is Sean's camera. I bought one because I thought we were going to have like a multi camera setup, which we don't have yet. So uh, maybe one day we'll use it, but yeah. today's not no, that, that day. That's, so that's, that's still mine. No, it's still sitting in my, uh, just sitting in the case in my room. Um, yeah, no, I got a lot of shit, a lot of shit that I bought. I bought an under the desk treadmill because <laughs> I thought that I was going to use my stand up desk and I was going to like walk and type at the same time. That shit's hard to do, by the way. So, no, I don't I'm, use my walking treadmill under I'm my desk anymore. I'm not even sure you use your desk. No, I, saw, I, I came over and watched it. He's fucking laying on the couch. Just, There's more natural light in the, <laughs> in the living room. You realize you have windows in your room. Not enough natural light. <laughs> well, if you, if you think about with, with the sun and how it comes, you, you know. You, you know. All right, somebody else say something that they don't use. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is a really bad question for me because I went from a two-story house to a studio apartment. So I got rid of a lot of shit. I got rid of so much shit that I never started used. Started from the top, now we're here, huh? It wasn't really started from the top. It was more over like, you know, I had too much space, paid too much in rent, said, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to move somewhere cheaper. Um, so moved like further away from the Inferno room. I did. I, How I, dare you? I, 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 <laughs> it I, is a hot you. spot. I had to get it. Yeah, I had to, yeah, <laughs> that was actually a good one. See, now you need the fucking little drum roll. Uh, no, I had, I had to separate I, myself I from that, that environment. I was getting too crazy. You know, was <laughs> yeah. all, the, all the heat was there, and I was getting too involved in it. All the secret service around the entrance was really causing me stress. I, I, like, my bad habit is I will buy something that I think I might use, but I also turn around and sell it pretty quickly. Oh, the launch monitor. Yeah, so like, so <laughs> we've talked about this before on the podcast, but like, I was trying to improve my golf game, which I have still to wow. this day have not done. Uh, and so I bought a launch monitor because I wanted to like work on my swing, and I had it for roughly I think f- four months, and used it like twice. And then I said, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell it. So like I I have a bad habit of buying stuff that I think is very cool and I might use it, but I also have a very good habit of like, oh, I'm actually not using this. Let's just resell it. And you know, most of the time, the way the market works, is I recoup seventy to eighty percent of my costs on it i'm like oh okay i'm good and then i'm fine with a little bit of loss there so like recently like the only thing that i think i bought that was like kind of might not have been worth it but at this point this is with bezos points because i have the amazon bezos bucks if bezos, you will. Be- bezos bucks yes that's what i like to call it um i bought the the wireless mics that we are 
somewhat trialing ish if we can get the pickup to behave a little bit. Um, that's probably my 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 most recent purchase that I've had because I really haven't used them outside of like I'll use them to talk on like work meetings sometimes, but I haven't really actually utilized them to the point where it's like oh yeah this was a good investment. So that's probably the, that's probably my only one. Yeah, I still have all the shit that I don't use. That's the problem is that it's just staring me in the face like hey you remember me? Gotta ditch it. You gotta ditch it. You gotta sell it. You, what about you, Warner? Besides your Xbox, what else you got, bud? Mm, I've got two go karts that I wish I would work on. <laughs> Wait, I've I've worked on them with you. Yeah, I know. I, do, do, do if you're in the market constant. for a go kart, let Warner know. Uh, no, I'm, I I'm still not, want to race those around the neighborhood. I'm not gonna see. The thing is, I'm not gonna sell them. No, those fucking speed bumps over there. Yeah, it, dude. Woo. I'm telling you, uh, an inch, an inch, like drop in those. Fuck's You're going to feel it. Yeah. Like a crack on the road is a pothole for that thing. It's horrible. And it yeah, hurts your not. butt. It hurts your butt. I don't know, man. I, I I tried to do a pretty good job of like ditching all my stuff, but I still have wheels from like yeah. my car yep. that I need. Or no, I have wheels from a truck that well, I bought. Yep. Those are my ice skate holders. <laughs> <laughs> that our other friend needs to go. Yeah, ice skate holders now. Hey, they are being repurposed. But then I have a whole set that of other. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. That doesn't work. I have a whole set of another wheels that uh, you don't even have the car for. Anymore. I don't have the car for it anymore. No. So at but least you got rid of the car. So I'll give you. Ironically, give you I also have engine components for oh, a car no. that you no longer have. That I no longer have as well. Jesus. Honestly, Christ. it's a good investment to sit on because they're a hot commodity yes, to be able to try to get a hold of. You're trying to hit the classic market that hard, huh? No, you can't get those components. Like they're made like three times a year. So if I time it right, could end up working out really well. Big winner. Supply supply is a supply hot commodity supply right now. Demand, yes. No, I, I understand that that does work that way. So anyway, all right, boys, we're over time. It's that time of the night. What time of the night Let's is it? Let's do it. It is last call. Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Last Call on the Last Call podcast, where every week we do a little something different. This week, we're going to talk about things that are not as old as you might think they are. Me. What the- You're older than people think yeah, you are. That seems <laughs> like, like the opposite. Like, what the? That's a little different. The conversation. Have, we go to the bar and you get twenty three, and you're all, you're a year older than I am. I have so. fooled uh, you no, all. To be fair, like I've gotten twenty five a couple of times. I'm like, thank you, appreciate that. It's incredible. We we were when we were studying in Europe. There were some people in Germany that didn't know how old we are. One of our buddies who were going to his wedding in a couple weeks. Yes. He asked them how old they thought he was. They said 40. Oh. oh. He was 20. I think it's just because he's That's big. That's rude. I think it's just because he's big. But, but like, the, the thing is, there's a certain point where you cannot tell people's ages anymore. Like, like you start, they all start to blend together, so... It, I mean, I, I guess it does and it doesn't. Like, there's, like... I, so, it, like, at face value, yes, that probably is correct, but, like... 30 to 50? But, like... Yeah, it's a when you When you're at a bar, you're like, okay, I can accurately gauge some of this stuff. Because you get you have your people that look incredibly young. You're like, 
how do you act though? And you're like, ah, all right, <laughs> like he, a child. He seems he seems a little older. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say like you know 27. Oh, it's gonna ooh, wow, oh. good save there, bud. Yeah, I watched that aggressive pour. Can I get a re? <laughs> can I get a replay? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, but yes, our buddy was not as old as what it seemed like he was. So I just created a list of things that are, in my opinion, kind of impressively young. Stop cheating. That are kind of impressively young relative to uh, what they actually are. So one that I use... Go ahead. Is is the one that we've seen commonly recently, is that on the list? I don't know which one that is. Mr. Mr. Paint. Probably not. Oh, I, I don't know what we're talking about here. So maybe I don't uh, know. Let me know if I one, let me one know if the, I hit the, it. If not, the, save that one. One of the common painters, if not. Yes, I'll... yes. No, that was the one I was going to start with. So okay. So one okay. of one of my sorry one of my favorite. I'm trying to do it without like giving it away, but I was trying to give like an example of why. We'd... So what, anyway, well, one of my I'll fav- let him do is do. All right, so we're going to start here because this is one of my favorite things because it is deceptive to me. So Pablo Picasso. Yep. When when do you think that he died? I'm not gonna answer this. I'm gonna let Sean because I kind of know the backstory. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a range, like 1998 to like 2002. So that is earlier than he died in 1973. Fuck. He died in 1973. (laughs) But I don't know why. Because like Picasso is revered as like one of those like great <clears throat> painters of all time, yeah. And well, yeah, I mean, you would think that because but, when you think of like Da Vinci and stuff like that, I mean they were Rena- like Renaissance era. Yeah, you, you yeah. Uh, I don't care about Van that. Gogh. I don't even know when Van Gogh died. For all I know, Van Gogh died in last year, like 2020. Yeah, COVID. Come on, man. So have, have a little bit. Have, no, my, I mean goats are born. Ha, have I, some culture. Goats are born in any era. It doesn't matter where they are. Can you I understand they're that. Throwing nineteen at his paintings now. Yeah, nineteen. Unbelievable. Nineteen seventy three is when Picasso died. Also, I was art is such a subjective fucking thing. I don't, I don't like. Everyone has their own opinion on that. Ooh, that's a good artist versus that's not. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go down the list. I don't. I don't have an order for this. Uh, Sean. You know this. You might know this too, Warner. I sent you the video on this, though. But do you know when the high five was invented? <laughs> I don't know why I'm, I'm laughing just because it's such a simple thing. I know. How do you tie that back to anything? Because like, it was documented. They, chiseled, of a it, high they five. chiseled it in and like on this day. But the whole thing is this wasn't invented that long ago, right? Yes, it's I mean, not. That's the whole idea behind it. But see, topic, that's the thing right? is, it's not as long ago as what I thought it would have been. They probably documented the first high five in 1945. 77. Okay. 1977. And the origin of the high five was Dusty Baker, who is a man- manager in the MLB right now. He was a huh. He was a baseball player for the LA Dodgers. Dusty Baker hit a home run, and when he came across home plate his hands were up in the air in celebration and Glenn Burke didn't know what to do so he just slapped Dusty's hand and that was the origin of the high, high five. five baby so surely there's video of that right? yes yeah there's a video of that so, it's so he amazing. like like Glenn Burke didn't know what to do because his hands were like this and so he just goes slap can you <laughs> and imagine a high had five. he not done that 
We wouldn't have the high we five. We wouldn't have the high five to this day. We literally because every We'd other no, because everything was low, right? It was like, yeah. oh yeah, you could do that. Oh, the low five was yeah. the thing. The low five was the thing. Is but there the, documented proof of the low five? Probably I didn't. Not. I did not look that up. But the high five was 1977 because of Dusty we Baker and Glenn Burke. We got to dig in. Where's the interns? <laughs> we, need, we need. Where's the low five? Where's that? All right. How old do you think the term the bucket list or like your bucket list is? I feel like this is something that the boomers created. Okay. <laughs> so what? Within the last thirty years, forty years? Yeah. Probably. As, as they they all got older, as they all they're like, you know what? We, we, yeah. They're like, oh, we are getting old. We once, need to come up with something. Once Reaganism died out, like, oh shit, we're dying now. Fuck. Um, seventy-eight. I'll do eighty-one. 2007. Fuck. What? Damn. With the movie? It was made... No way. Before the movie, nobody used the term a bucket list. Seriously? Yeah. It became popular by the movie, The Bucket List, with Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholas. Yep. Wasn't there another movie? What? Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. I think Nicholson. 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 Yeah. I I get those two confused. I I do it all the time. Wasn't there another movie called like Dancing with Lions that was kind of the same shit? Right, maybe, That's but they didn't use the term bucket mind list. Mind blowing. Yeah, That's no. Awesome. I had I googled that one extensively when I first heard it because. So the I imagine screenplay, you with a lab coat right now, just like I'm doing the research. I'm doing <laughs> so so bucket list. Uh, the main origin use was two thousand fucking high. Two thousand seven. Jesus, that was a movie. Yeah, we was sleeping with lions. I can't remember. What it is a movie with lions. We I, I want to. I want to test my parents now. They're like, "Hey, what's it like? When did you start thinking about your buck list?" They're like, "I don't know. Uh, ninety-five. <laughs> You're a fucking liar. Whenever you got You're out of the house. You're lying to me. All right. Wheels on luggage. Like oh, uh, like but, cases. Yeah, like luggage that you would take to the airport. Oh, that shit's got to be like within the last like twenty years. Because mm. airplanes were not commercially available I, because for a it, while. The thing that you always imagine is um, like when somebody does international travel in like a movie, you see it with like the stickers from like France and Germany and all those other stickers from places on it, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what you're imagining. And that always was a suitcase with a handle on it and no wheels. Hmm. 1992. 95. All right, you guys went more recent. I was surprised to find out it was 1972. Shit. I thought it would have been, I thought it would have been like in the, the wheel's been around forever and everybody's carrying their luggage like idiots and nobody thought, oh, hey, we could use wheels for this. So I thought it was going to be before 1972. Um, by the way, wheels on luggage came after we landed on the moon. We were working on the wrong things. Yeah, we uh, landed a space race. We needed to win that. We landed on we, the moon, and that was a good we victory. We landed on the moon in '69, and Wheels on Luggage came three years later. Use the technology Indiana, that we, we are. the technology so, that we got from the moon. The moral developed of, the wheels on the moral luggage. of this story is that the astronauts Amazing. had to carry their luggage onto the rocket. They didn't carry shit. <laughs> Just saying. They couldn't even get insurance policies. They had to write letters to people to Actually, get that. 
Yeah, no, they could. Have you have you ever read the? Uh, there's a letter that was pre-written in case that they died. Yeah, that, that like so like that's it's kind of it's very ominous. So like when they very ominous. So when they were, I, I I could be for you know they could be misinterpreting this or whatever. From what I remember, it was that yes, like when when they the first space mission going to the moon. I think they were all denied like insurance, like life insurance for their families. So if you're doing died, what? <laughs> yeah, no, going to the moon, boy. <laughs> Rocket <laughs> fuel? Yeah. Right. So, How so, thin is that metal? Absolutely no, fuck not. So what they did? What's the processing power of that CPU? Oh, a TI eighty four calculator? Even less than that? Fuck that. But I think what they did was that they, they wrote a fuck ton of letters or autographs or something that their fam- families sold. In case of them just dying, and it's a personal insurance policy. Yeah, because because they, okay. they could because they could not actually get in because like no in no insurance like oh yeah, you're voluntarily going into space that no man has ha- ever gone. Well, it's, it's, it, well, it's, men, men have gone in there, but like you're going to the moon. That is that is. Well, that's different. <laughs> I'd like to get your. Tra- I'd like to get travel insurance, please. Yeah. Where are you going? We'll cover you. Fucking moon. We'll cover you for the first million miles. The next <laughs> half million. Fuck that. Uh-uh. So, no. like, so they couldn't get any of that. So they had to do this. Like, the, it was like it was like a, I want to call it back in that time. It was you know in the a social media ploy where they had their families do all the shit. They made money off of it because they were like. This boy's about to die because he's going to the fucking moon. You know where the moon is? It's up in the fucking sky. We just figured out planes like 40 years ago. We are really figuring out how the fuck this shit works. And so I think it's how they like made their insurance policy for it. But yeah, it was a fuck situation. And I, I could be wrong, but I'll... I'll we can retcon we, this after. Yeah, we can research we this to. and bring it back. But, but I think that was what they did. Is like they, they signed some kind of letters or autographs or something for the families to sell out. Like, oh, we were the guys that went up there to do <laughs> Listen, this thing. Listen, you could sell these for at least five bucks a pop. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, five bucks back in 1967? That's Could have bought you a rocket ship. <laughs> you forget. There's people that were paying for you know a house with five kids, two boats, and a car. And they're, what, oh, what are you? A gas station. Clark. <laughs> well, all right. Well, shit. Say that less. whole inflation thing. Yeah. That we're dealing with right now. Transitory. All right. Here we go. Chocolate. Oh, good <laughs> Chocolate chip cookies. I don't like this question. I feel like Aaron already knew it off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> he is reading it. I mean, come on. Well, no. I mean, I feel like he innately knew. He was oh, like, okay. oh, shit. Oh, yeah. No, no research done for this. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> He's like, I was the one that admitted it. I've got the pet. It's right here. Yeah, when, when were you born, Aaron? Like 1997? Four. Oh, close enough. Uh, all right, yeah. Chocolate chip cookies. Uh, I'm going to say like mid-80s. I shouldn't name the segment things that are younger than you thought. Fuck. Uh, wait, mid-80s? And that was younger? Oh, yeah. No, it's it's before the mid-80s. What? Yeah, it's way before the mid-80s. 95? Wait. 95 is later. It's way before the mid-80s. No, younger than you thought would be like 95. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Older than. So it is much older. Oh, okay. So okay. Well, well then, what is the segment called? Things that are... I thought I said younger you, than you thought. We're all over the place. I don't know. No. Get this... All put right. that circus under a tent. Jesus. <laughs> okay. 65. Chocolate chip cookies were 1938. 
People had that problem. Well, actually, okay. But, so Ruth Wakefield invented the chocolate chip cookie, and uh, she ran Toll House Restaurant. Oh, hmm. wow. So interesting, Toll House Cookies, in uh, Whitman, Massachusetts. I mean, I it makes sense because, it, like, I, I've seen a bunch of uh, World War II movies where they're giving away chocolate chocolate bars to, you know, whenever they're in the country to children. That's 39. What? 39 to 45 was... What fucking movies are yeah, you watching <laughs> where there are just chocolate bar people uh, giving out... Ba- Band of Brothers... Uh, uh, Willy Wonka? <laughs> no, not Willy Wonka. <laughs> Band of Brothers is a TV series, but... When do they give out the Everlasting Gobstoppers? Oh, my God. <laughs> they, probably, they gave them away in 1865. Uh, Lincoln right. had the first one. They, they last forever. That's why. Yeah. He was all also right. a vampire hunter. Here's here's a this or that. Which is older, sharks or the rings on Saturn? Oh my god! Uh, Why am I? This is one of those dumb questions where it's like you're looking at a celestial event versus some fucking archaic prehistoric fish. But, but sharks have been around for yes, forever no, because yes, they're yes, a predatory yes, yes, animal. Yes, yes, no. That, that, that was yes. well. The answer is sharks. It's sharks. The answer is sharks by 350 million years. Okay, I want to see the documentation on that. Uh, Discovery. Sharks are 350 million years older than the rings on Saturn. They're also in the oil or the gas that I pump into my car right now. (laughs) Yeah, those sharks are. (laughs) Fucking Jaws. Thank you, bud. But why are you so fucking expensive? It cost me 70 bucks to fill up the other day. Fuck off. All right. I'm going to I'm going to end with uh, I've got some more. So let's go through them quick and then I've got two that I'm going to end with that you're well, going to well, I, I want to end with. All right. That's fine. Uh backyards. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What? Like leisure backyards. It's like how, how <laughs> as a part as opposed to an aggressive backyard. Well, <laughs> no. Agricultural land versus yes. oh, versus residential okay, okay. living. Yes. It's like when did suburbs <laughs> pop up versus leisure when back- farming yes. was done? Leisure <laughs> backyards where like you have a just, fire pit and a say, grill. Like just you have a farmland versus, area yes, where it's it? for recreational Fuck, use. Only. Man, that's gotta be That's gotta be the fifties. That has to that has to come with the the white picket fence in the American dream. That has to. It, it probably has to be after like World 50, War II. 55. So I'm so, 55. Yeah, yeah, so it's post World War II, 50s, 60s is when like the commercial backyard yeah. where like you have a grill. We're, in, a, we're, we're in the heyday of we have a fuck ton of war money. Let's ex- go. So back back in the day before the war, like any land. Uh, adjacent Agri- to your agricultural. was agricultural Absolutely. or a workspace like for a blacksmith yes, or no, something yeah. like that, that so that, which makes sense. nobody just like relaxed in their yard it was a workspace because i mean between like the world war one we had the great depression and we had world war two that brought us out of the depression that makes sense the chibrata bread chibrata chibata bread for your avocado toast i don't even know what that is chibata bread i no. know what the bread is but also i don't eat it so 1982 I- we discovered a new bread in 1982. New bread is a very... I can make a new one next <laughs> week. Is it, is it, oh, Do my, it. <laughs> my grain structure is so different. Shut the fuck up. Uh, red and blue states. So like when, when Republican or Democratic states. states. When did we start referring to them as red and blue states? Oh, fuck. Um, 
Well, I mean, it's that's going to be whenever uh, my my assumption is whenever it basically became a two party system where it was only Republican and Democrat. Well, it's not a two party so, system now. You can still have libertarian you other can, ones, but, but you let's, have be to, you have let's be honest. Let's be honest. Say you have multiple parties. You just gotta yeah, and, the, and those parties are a revolving ones. door. Yes, no, they are. That should ask. Any guesses? Green Party, Libertarian Party. 1776. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think whenever the first, when it was pretty much primarily Republican and Democratic, probably early 1900s. 2000. What? The year, the 2000 election is when states started being referred to as red and blue states. Oh, that's when this the polarization is, became no, this a thing. Is, no, no, no. This is the reason. Because it was still Republican and Democrat, essentially, yeah. all the way through. Yes. However, the media companies essentially decided that they were just going to use red and blue. They were using green, and they were using yellow, and they were using, like, different colors to represent the states. It's just like yeah. halo, red versus blue. And they, yes, oh exactly. God, well, they, you, mean, you mean the media is controlling the election? What? I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so I guess the media corporations came together and decided we're using red and we're using blue. So that became red and blue, and then the two parties were separated by red and blue. Uh, Sudoku. This shit has oh. to be like fucking 2008, some shit like that. It's older than that. I mean, it, well, I guess I'm looking at when it became popular. Sorry. So yeah, Sudoku's probably been around for a hot minute. but 2005. Older than that. Like 1776. Again. <laughs> 1979, and it was invented in the U.S. It's not even Japanese. Hmm. What does so- Sudoku mean? It, it's not Japanese. Why do you got to look at me like that? Like, I don't know. Like, I, like, I, I, don't I think know. you're confusing it with seppuku, which is a different thing. All right. This is, this is I've got... Suicide. I've got... Oh, th- I, hold on. All right. I got oh, three more. Let's, let's, let's make it through. I got three more. All right. We've got dialing 911. I mean, that has to be probably re- relatively recent because our phone system has been pretty bad. 19- Actually, I have four more. I, I'm going to give this one like 1990, maybe to like 90, 95. 75. 68. 1968 is when we first start, started dialing 911 for emergencies. Before that, you actually had to know the numbers of your local emergency services. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, what was hey, can you stop stabbing me for a while? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember if it was a seven or a six. That's what I'm trying to call bullshit. I was like, they have the ro- rotary dials up until like the fucking eighties. Like, there's a crime. Oh, I'm fucking dead. Well, we told you, we told the story on the podcast of when Warner and I called nine one one because a CVS was on fire. <laughs> And I finally got through and told him, and so Warner hung up because he his was just ringing, ringing, ringing. And they called him back. He's like, "Yeah, we have a missed call from this number." It's like, dude, what if on fire? No, what? don't miss call. It's like, it's like, what if I was getting? St- You're <laughs> telling me some motherfucker who's sitting here in fucking Morse code is gonna? I I'm dying. Oh, someone's oh, and it just dies halfway. Through. I almost expected them to have a voicemail. Hey, let us know your emergency. We'll get back to you when we can. Yeah, hi. I'm being stabbed. Uh, if you could just give me a call back at your earliest convenience, With it'd be great. Stop dying right now. It'd be gra- <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Sorry, I gotta Thank finish you. this TikTok real quick, and then we'll get right back to you. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
The end of the Ottoman Empire. You remember uh, the Ottoman Empire from oh, history oh, class? Oh, 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 this one, oh, this one is, I, a, I this is a funny joke that everyone let with, for Cubs fans out there. They know they know this one is the <laughs> so I'll just yeah. I think I know. I'll let you guys a date, but the Ottoman Empire ended after the Cubs won their first World Series. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, their first World Series, yeah. and then it was 108 years after that that they won their second one. But yes. yeah, yeah. Um, I know it was the Ottoman Empire was around the same time as World War One. They well, they were they, yes, they were around because it, well, they, it it was part of it as well. Yeah, so the Ottoman nineteen ten or sorry nineteen fifteen. I'm, I'm gonna go yeah nineteen fifteen nineteen twenty two. Okay, so close. the Ottoman Empire ended in nineteen twenty two. The Cubs won their first World Series in nineteen oh eight. They won their second in nineteen. Or not nineteen two thousand sixteen. Yes, like but yeah. The idea so, of them relaxing and that was. Big, but like all, I remember, they, they had been chairs. around since like twelve ninety nine. Is what I saw. Like they were around forever. It yeah. was a good and, run. But that was the joke. <laughs> had a really good run. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was like the preliminary joke for like the Cubs fans. Like, oh yeah, you, you guys won when like the Ottoman Empire was a thing. You're like, the fuck is that? Like the Ottoman Empire. Like, okay. I I just remember learning about them in history class. And so, yeah, they ended a lot later than I would have thought. I remember learning them from Family Guy when he was like, "Oh my god, you know what? You this can learn is what I from want. anywhere, can't you?" They just they they pan over and they're Warner like, "Loves Family Guy for his learning it's, it's experience. So, it's so good. It's <laughs> right. so good. It was the original TikToks, but it's it's the scene of them just like they're like, you know what? This is what I want our empire to be about. And it's just like three guys in the desert and they're sitting in Ottoman chairs." <laughs> It's so funny. Modern it's so Empire. simple. All right. I've got two more. I've got one. There it is. All right. Two more. I've got five more. Paramedics. <laughs> I'd say like... The, Dumbfounded. I think I, probably like the early 70s. Uh, it's going to be around the same time as World War Two, fifty-five, 1970s. Sean was right. Before that, you either came after that. Before that, World War Two, you called the police or undertakers. So you you either were trying trying to stop the crime. Stop stabbing me! Stop stabbing me! You're not the right guy. You're not the right guy. Because back then, like before then, ambulances didn't have any staff with formal training. Yeah, they were just like taking dead bodies away. That's all they were doing. So 1970s, the last one, hallways. Like the term hallway? hallway? No, just like a functional hallway. I'm, I'm dumbfounded right now. I know. Because there's hallways everywhere. I know, but... Okay, this one I just thought was crazy because hallway... 1915. Well, it's a little bit earlier than that, but hallways were invented in the 19th century because before that all the rooms were just conjoined and you just walk through a door and you're just in another room oh, like they, they didn't have long corridor oh, hallways oh like the uh what do, what do you call it colonial like a colonial house kind of yeah it's just like it was just like room it was room, just room, all room. rooms there were no actual hallways it was just all, every room was conjoined and you just walked from room to room there was not such a thing as a hallway no so my my one is just homo sapien history in general from like the term of when you think the earth was made till now we are literally like small blip small blip i mean yeah i know like i mean what we're in the year 2020 and then you well, know that was when we started recording 
That yes, but like it's so small, it's crazy. Like when we're talking about sharks being around when fucking Saturn rings are like we are before three hundred fifty million years before. But we're we yeah. are we are literally like a snap, and it's oh wow, all right, cool. We're I, getting replaced with a better podcast. I hope you guys all feel small tonight. Absolutely, it's gonna happen. Oh, absolutely. All right, with sharks. <laughs> Interview sharks, please. Jaws, what do you have to say about this? <laughs> oh, sit. Thank you. Continue on. <laughs> For the Last Call Podcast, thank you all for listening. I'm Aaron Thompson. That's Nick Warner. That's Sean. And we hope you have a great fucking Friday. Bye, friends.